0: Welcome to Best Song Ever. I'm Luke LeBan. Joining me is Kevin Connor. We got to get right into it, Kev, cuz I got a breaking alert. Hello, let's go. Yeah, hello, let's go. Uh, the show hasn't even started. I'm already interrupting it with a breaking alert. <laughs> um so, I learned some information today. You're yes. familiar with the the record label ATO Records, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. They've got a roster that is pretty impressive. You got Alabama Shakes, uh, King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard, My Morning Jacket, uh, Nalu for Yanya, Nick Hakim, Ockerville River. The list goes on and on. Yes. Natalie Prass, Hooray for the Riff Raff. So many great albums uh, and great artists uh, have been put out on this record label. Do you know who is a co founder of ATO Records? Um, don't you google don't you click clack away i see your your (laughs) fingers are tingling but
1: um
0: wild guess
1: i don't know why but george w bush always comes to mind and i know that's not true but (laughs) that is a
0: favorite of yours it is Uh, Uh, um, okay all right all right um
1: three two jim carrey
0: dave matthews fuck
1: it oh my
0: god dave no shit the bridge shitter himself, Dave Matthews, has put out some of the best albums of the last ten years. I told this to Brian because a couple of those artists he really loves, and he's like, "That makes me sad." <laughs>
1: well, <laughs> like, you know, uh, I wonder if yeah. uh, like when they have meetings with the label, like they're like, "Oh, well, hello, Mr. Matthews." He's like, "Please call me Dave.
0: Oh, Dave." oh, you know, they're they they gotta call him Dave, um, but. You know, Dave's got good taste, and it doesn't surprise me that he made such a great uh, record label. He's got his fingers in lots of different pies, uh, apparently. Mud pies. Hey! <laughs> hey.
1: It's, listen, as as Dave Matthews is, I'm literally never going to not come back to him dumping a bunch of shit in the <laughs> Chicago River on a boat. It's... It's a monumental moment in my life when I found out about that.
0: Yeah, it's it's pretty special. Yeah. So I was I'm obviously we're seeing Dave Matthews this weekend, uh, in Florida, and so I was obviously going to have a Dave update for you next week, just telling you about the whole. I want to know what everything. the
1: opener is going to be. I know it's been a a hot discussion. Oh.
0: Oh yeah, a uh, set list may have been looked at this weekend when we were at uh, Kyle's, at her nephew's uh, birthday party, but, and hey, I mean, they opened with number 41, which is one of the few Dave Matthews songs that I genuinely really like, so I'm kind of like, okay.
1: Alright, well, I mean, that means <laughs> you, you see your song and you get out of there.
0: Yep. Yep. Uh, but yeah, so I'll have another Dave update, but that is some wild stuff that I learned today. Who knew? I didn't. I had a fun idea that we should pick a album from each of the past five decades. So we're talking seventies, eighties, nineties, two thousands, and the 2010s, the aughts, if you will. Um, do we have a fun name for the 2010s like that? Like where does aughts come from? I do, we need a. Aught is one. like
1: zero, so like it being the aughts is like the zeros.
0: So what is ten? It's like the tots. I, we're yeah, in the early we, tots. Yeah, we're to, no, we're in, we're out of the tots. Oh, but well then what's now? We're in another decade. We need to even think well, this about. Is, this is the twenties. That's easy. Oh yeah, the early twats. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but anyway, so we figured we'd do, uh, five albums, one from each decade, an album we love, and a song that we recommend from the album. Yes. From the album. Luke, five's a
1: nice round number, but like, we've excluded now a very crucial decade to like my formative listening with the sixties.
0: Well... Maybe we'll do another one another All right, perfect. Time.
1: Yeah. I, I, like I was shocked when I was looking up albums. Cause like, I don't really, I don't know what year every album comes out. Like I just kind of have a broad sense of like when. Yeah. And I was like shocked at a lot of stuff that like wasn't in the seventies. I was like, damn it. Like it, it definitely shaped my list differently.
0: I mean, the sixties is obviously one of the most important decades for music, but it's been done to death. Who cares? Fucking Rolling Stone. That's all they ever talk about in their lists of best albums is 60s bullshit. So we're moving past that. No, I mean, there are a lot of albums I love from the 60s. But maybe we'll do, like, from 1910 to 1960 or something. Uh, Benny Goodman. <laughs> there you
1: go. That's probably all I know for, like, that decade.
0: So let's... Let's do it. Let's get into our number five.
1: Yeah. Start it off, Luke. I want to I hear what you got.
0: All right. So my 70s album. Yes. Uh, I picked, may not be a, a surprise to anyone. I picked Judy Sills, self-titled, debut, folk album, amazing album. You got Jesus Was a Crossmaker. You got My Man on Love. You got... Lamb ran away with the crown, but my favorite has got to be the opening track, Crayon Angels. And there's one lyric I really love that is, I keep on waiting for God and a train to the astral plane. And that's, uh, Judy's lyrics are super fun like that because she grew up very religious. And so she adds this sort of like spiritual element into a lot of her songs, which takes it to the next level. Um, and, obviously, she had a tragic uh, death when she was very young, but her albums that she made are so incredible and have lived on and found this other life. So, that is my 70s choice. You can't do better than that. What you I'll got? have
1: to try. Uh, Luke, I feel like you're going to bring some, some really underground, some really niche picks that are like very personal to you. Yeah, some and i am going to bring nothing but the the biggest artists of the day. Uh, cool. Because these are like what i grew up listening to and i what's cool is that each of my decades uh kind of encapsulates a different genre of music that i love. I've, I i kind of nice accidentally ended up with that. So the 70s i went with an artist who you know, very much captures the sounds of Motown. And the album is Inner Visions by Stevie Wonder. Oh, yes. It is, I, this album just top to bottom is an incredible piece of art. It goes in so many different directions. I mean, there's like Latin influences, there's Motown, there's like kind of disco-y stuff about it. The song, I gotta choose, is Higher Ground. I mean, that's just like... It's an absolute classic. Although I'm going to shout out Too High, that it's the first song on the album. I have the vinyl of this and like I've probably worn that sound, song down quite a bit because it's such a strong opener to like such a good album. And I like a lot of Stevie Wonder's 80s stuff, but this is this is his best.
0: Stevie Baby. Uh, that's cool. I need to check that one out cuz I don't I don't know that one very well, but I feel like I've seen the vinyl of it i think it's this kind of sought after vinyl
1: oh jeez, yeah i have my mom's copy of it so like it Ooh. goes way back um i just it's it's a truly incredible album it very much encapsulates the 70s so it was like not an easy pick but once i thought about, it i was like yeah that's probably it
0: nice let's move on to the 80s <sighs> and you know i uh we just did the Sparks Brothers screening, and my touts are a little light today because I've been listening to nothing but Sparks. And so, when I was picking a album from the '80s, I had to go with my favorite Sparks album of all time, "Angst in My Pants." Uh, it is yeah. the I one of my favorite parts of the documentary is when uh, Fred Armisen's holding the vinyl and is like, "This is how you do an album cover." <laughs> because it's the two of them uh, on the cover. They're two brothers, but Ron is dressed in a wedding dress with his weird chaplain-slash-Hitler mustache, and they're, like, marrying each other. And so I always interpreted the song Angst in My Pants to be sort of about repressing sexual uh, proclivities that you have. And mm-hmm. Uh, like I sort of interpret it as someone who's like being closeted and like hiding what they uh, feel. And it turns out maybe they did intend some of that. Uh, They were trying to make a bit of a statement, but also listening, I feel like it is maybe they did themselves have their own angst in their pants because, you know, it comes in different forms. But uh, I really enjoyed the documentary talking about, Sort of what happened before, how they got big with the electronic stuff, but then they weren't really going in the direction they wanted to. So then they went back to a band album with Womp That Sucker, and it was okay. It didn't totally work. And then when the band like really came together was on Angst in My Pants, and they just like the perfect blend of their 70s theatrical rock with the 80s new wave and what was happening at that time. And it's just perfect blend and the song i will recommend is sherlock holmes one of my favorite songs in there's, uh, nice yeah it's him talking to a lover and basically being like he's insecure because he can't be as awesome as sherlock holmes so he sort of tries to pretend to be sherlock holmes to get some confidence back and it's a super fun building song so yeah Got to be yeah. next in my pants.
1: I I can't blame you for having your touts be mostly sparks because yes. I, after watching the documentary, I was like, I gotta dive in, and like, I have but scratched the surface. Like I there's so much. I yeah I've I'm I'm still gonna I mean we I'm gonna be working through this for months. So
0: yeah, uh, I'm, I'm still sure I'll have
1: tr- insights as
0: we go on. For sure, I'm still trying to make my way through their discography, and I've been doing it for like seven years. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll <laughs> check in in
1: 2028. There you go. So, Luke, I again said that every decade encapsulated a different genre of music in the 80s.
0: This uh, one, I'm particularly excited to see what you pick. See,
1: and I'm not. I'm coming at something very different than what you expect. Cool. Uh, I know that you probably. I think it's Hall and Oats.
0: Something like that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I, I love Hall and Oats. Private Eyes is definitely on the short list, but I'm going to go with a truly monumental, influential hip hop album with Paul's Boutique from the Beastie Boys.
0: Oh, baby. Yeah. Great it's, choice.
1: I, you know, I had always listened to the Beastie Boys as a kid. I was like, oh, these guys are fun. You've got to fight for the right to party. Yeah. And like I never really got the hype beyond like being a party bunch of party music, which like cool. I appreciate it. Um but Paul's boutique is definitely not underrated, but I think it's under listened to. Um It's not necessarily their most popular stuff, but it is absolutely their best. No. It's yeah. I mean the sampling, the production on this. Uh, I was reading something that, like, they almost wanted it to just be an instrumental album and then, like, decided against that choice. Um, but it's got such classic songs. Hey, Ladies, Eggman, Johnny Royale. The song I'm going to choose, I think, is the Beastie Boys' best was Shake Your Rump.
0: Oh, okay. I it's, thought it was going to be Shadrack. But those are uh, definitely, Shadrack's, like...
1: Shadrack's really good. I think Shake Your, Shake Your Rump, just, like, the drums... It's the perfect like kind of posse cut song, like most of their stuff yeah. is. But oh man, that gets me hyped. Um, I'm excited every time I listen to it.
0: Um, Brian and I just had a long discussion on Facebook about this album because he said that the Beastie Boys aren't hip hop. Or he's like, "What if I said the Beastie Boys weren't hip hop?" I sent him this video of MERST talking about who is a amazing rapper talking about how they're one of the greatest hip hop groups of all time. Um, obviously they did punk they did other stuff but Paul's Boutique is like that you can't deny it's hip-hop you can't deny their hip-hop greats listening to that album and you mentioned Johnny Royale and Eggman I love Eggman and Sounds of Science which are the weirder ones but they're still just so great Uh, so that is a perfect choice my friend yes
1: thank you all right Luke 90s
0: Oh, and now I'm going to be typical, because you uh, would probably guess that I would pick something from Neutral Milk Hotel, because they're like my favorite band, and of (laughs) course I did, although, I mean, well, you would think I'd pick In the Aeroplane Over the Sea, considered their best album, Kyle and I danced to the song at our wedding, but I'm going- I pressed um, play on that song. Kevin pressed play, came through on that day. Um, and, but I got to go with, uh, on Avery Island, the album before it, uh, their first one, which was the first one I heard. And I think, I don't know that it's underrated, but certainly I don't know that it gets the cred that in the airplane over the sea gets, but I think it's just as strong. And, uh, the song I have to pick is, oh, shoot. No, I'm like, I just realized, I'm like, I was so confident in my song pick, but then I realized two songs later is like one of my favorite songs. I'm going to go with Where You'll Find Me Now, which is uh, sort of like repeated. A Baby for Pre comes a couple of songs earlier, and it's got the same sort of line, and this is like the fuller one, but it's so just like sunny and fuzzed out uh, with beautiful lyrics and... Uh, it's, it's gotta be the best, but also garden head slash leave me alone is it, that one rocks a little harder and is one of my favorites too. So I guess I'll do a dual best song on that. One. This
1: is very difficult because these are all albums that we've spent a lot of time with yes. and know very deeply. And then it's like, pick one. I'm like, I don't,
0: yeah. I don't want it. Like it's, it's well, it was tough. like, right. As I was saying, it's gotta be where you'll find me now. I was like, Oh wait, but what about garden head? But yeah, listen to either. You'll be uh better for it. just listen to the whole album. You'll be, you'll be fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that one's very special to me, obviously very sentimental, but it still holds up every time I listen to it. It's the instrumentals are just great. And you could see where it led to, uh, in the aeroplane over the sea, but it still doesn't feel like a first album. It's like super well done.
1: Yeah. I'm always surprised by how small their catalog is when like, I think about it, like for their yeah. influence, it is just those two. Right. So this, uh, this was like, I, I circled around the nineties for quite a while. Cause I had what I thought was my choice, like locked in and I, I went and scrolled through like rolling stone and pitchfork's like best 100 albums each decade just cuz like i might have just missed something right like i just yeah. and i i realized that the version of this album i had saved in spotify had been like removed for like an upgraded version and that's why i hadn't found it when oh. i was scrolling through and when i saw it i like gasped because i was like how how could i not have remembered super unknown from soundgarden
0: Oh, it sounds super unknown to me. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's probably uh, why I didn't know it. Uh, it's unknown to me because I haven't heard it. Oh my god, this is the perfect rock album.
1: It is. It is the best Soundgarden. It's. It's like because like Nirvana totally. I feel like encapsulates people's thoughts about rock in the '90s and like mm-hmm. smells like Teen Spirit. Never mind, like great, great stuff. But I think Super Unknown is. Such a perfectly like timed piece of music. Uh, this is where Black Hole Sound is from. They're obviously their biggest song. Oh, um, okay. Spoonman. But I'm gonna choose uh, a song earlier on the album that's big, but I think not as necessarily as big with "Fell on Black Days." I think this is just like kind of this like somber, like lumbering heavy rock track which is a really cool vocal performance from chris cornell and i is this album is great i again i'm struggling to like think of like i'm struggling to pick like just one song i thought about for a while like fourth of july another great one like way in the back of the album um Mm. super unknown the title track very cool it's just It is definitely of its time, but at the same
0: time, like, still holds up to this day. Well, this is a good recommendation because I haven't heard it. Obviously, I know Black Hole Sun, great song, Uh, but I never really got into Soundgarden. I know when Chris Cornell passed away, uh, like, I saw how much, like, he meant to people and how crazy of a fan base they had, and I was like, oh, wow, like, people I didn't know who cared so much about. it. I was like, oh, Okay. I guess this guy was more influential than I realized.
1: And Black Hole Sun feels like a strange song to be so big because I don't really think it's very of the sound of the album. Well, no, it's just it's it's kind of slow and plotting, and I feel like it. There's a lot more like upbeat, quick like '90s grungy rock to be found. Okay, but with more depth than just like a lot of the a lot of stuff that came out then that wasn't as necessarily um I don't want to say well done but kind of surface level
0: okay yeah i need to check this one out um now we are on to the 2000s this and is when it got hard yeah see I made my decision and didn't really I had a uh, some a few choices and then I sort of made my decision and was like I'm sticky with it. Um and tried not to second guess. Mine is going to be again, this this band has an album that is considered to be their best, but I'm gonna go with their first album. Um this is the band Midlake with the album Bamnon and Silver Cork. Uh, Trials of An Occupanther came out two years after it, and that is considered to be one of their best, and it's an amazing album. But this one is so fun and just, like, magical-sounding to me. It sounds like it could soundtrack a Disney movie or something in some weird universe. And it's just all very theatrical, uh, very orchestrated. Tim Smith's voice is... uh, very unique and it kind of sucks because he left the band and I love the band, but it's like his voice just makes the band for me. And uh, so, but this is again a insane debut album, just so refined sounding. The orchestration is incredible. Just the songs are so brilliantly written. And the song I'm going to suggest is some of them were superstitious and, it uh, starts very unassuming, and then just like explodes into some crazy orchestration, and the melody's just so great, and I was listening to it again today, and I'm just like, it just takes you to another world in your mind. It's so magical. That's the, really the best word I can think of for it. I got nothing on this.
1: I, I, I have not heard this album.
0: Yes, good. I'm glad. And yeah, these are... I feel like they're a pretty uh, well-known band as, like, they're considered, like, pioneers of folk rock. They started in the late 90s, uh, but this is their first, like, full-length album in 2004. And they're, uh, I feel like, maybe underrated but still kind of well-known, but they uh, have some really great stuff. Definitely got to yeah, check them
1: I, out. I, I've already added it to my Spotify library. That's That'll be... Get a listen soon.
0: And they are, of course, on ATO Records, founded by Dave Matthews. Thanks, Dave. That's how I found out that he founded it.
1: So, my choice. Quite honestly, one of my favorite bands ever um, has been Putting Out Music. You know, kinda sporadically since two thousand five. And I gotta go with what I think is a perfect album with Sound of Silver from L C D Sound System. Oh shit. <laughs> it 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 is everything it an alternative is. album should be. It's short, it's sweet, it's just nine tracks, everyone perfect. Uh Like North American scum, us versus them, like absolutely just like banger tracks. The one I gotta go with, though, is is definitely the most popular one, and because it's just the best, it's all my friends.
0: Just oh, I for I'm like looking at the track list. I'm like he's gonna say someone great. But then I look below it and I'm like, wait, what's more popular? Oh, of course it's all my friends. And
1: someone great's a great choice. New York, I love you. Oh. One of the best album. Oh, closers New York, I love you. Ever. Yeah,
0: no, but I think uh, I think all my friends definitely. You're right on with that one.
1: Yeah, if I had to play someone like one single song to be like, you need to listen to LCD Sound System. It would be Dance Yourself Clean, but the second song would be like, you gotta listen to All My Friends now. Like this is this is everything.
0: Um, I had heard Daft Punk is playing at my house like before this, and like didn't really know them. Uh, I wasn't really into music that much, but then later on uh, heard this song, and this was like the one that got me into LCD Sound System. Just that crazy, doo, 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 doo. the piano is yep. just oh. It's I so uh, neat, I had brilliant.
1: heard "Dance Yourself Clean" and like not really explored it any, f- or not "Dance Yourself Clean." Uh, Daft Punk is playing at my house, and not really explored them any further. Shout out to Spotify for just like I get to be like, I wanna listen to the sparks. I'm gonna listen to every album like I mean <laughs> it's wild to have lived in the world where like you yeah. would hear a song and then just be like, Oh, I guess I gotta go buy the C D. Um I can't listen to this whole out this artist's entire catalog in like a night. But I had heard Daft Punk's playing at your house and then I heard Dance Yourself Clean, I was like, Alright, I gotta check these guys out and I got this is happening and it was an <laughs> incredible album. And then I went back and, like, and I was like,
0: I love this band. I hope they're around forever. And they broke up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. This uh, this band seems like they could put music out for
0: ages. But they got back together, so it's all good.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, at this point, like, it's been four years since American Dream. So, like, are we do. They you get know, a
0: decade. They can take a decade for all I'm concerned.
1: <laughs> like, James... Can we get some more music? That'd be cool.
0: Please, James. Please,
1: James. Uh, also, if you guys love LCD Soundsystem as much as I do, uh, The Long Goodbye, their live album from 2014, is it's like three hours long, and it's absolutely incredible.
0: Oh, nice. I haven't heard that.
1: Uh, Luke, what you should go listen to is um, You Can't Hide slash Shame On You, because it's like... You know, classic LCD Sound some songs, but it also has Reggie Watts on it.
0: Oh, wait, I have heard that. Wait, and I okay. think did they play it? Uh, oh, yeah. This is the show. This is the one that is documented in the movie. Yeah, so yeah. I I, play I, the hits. Okay, that's I've where seen I'm the documentary once.
1: Out. I've listened to this album countless times.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, same. I only saw it once, but one of the best uh, music documentaries. Now joined on my list by the Sparks Brothers.
1: Yeah, absolutely. All right, Luke.
0: Final bring decade. I will bring us home. And I don't know that this will be that surprising. This was mainly the one I commiserated over because it's more recent stuff that I love. This this but was I, hard. I
1: I had 20 albums that I had to cut down So I was like, no, no, yeah. no,
0: no. no. Um, I originally was going to go with Ezra Furman, Perpetual Motion People, but I'm like, I talk about Ezra a lot. Um, and then I was like, I feel like this one is really the album of the decade, in my opinion. And it's Tierra Whack with Whack World. Oh, um, shit. All one minute songs, 15 of them. You can listen to the whole album in 15 minutes. And each one's its own little world, its own style. Uh, It has a awesome video to go with it because she did a, full album video thing. And just, uh, listening to people talk about sparks in the documentary, it's, I'm like, a lot of this stuff is true for Tierra Whack where it's like, she can be completely goofy and funny and then just be devastating in the next second. And, uh, like the opening notes on black nails just make me emotional. Then the song that, I think I need to uh, pick for my highlight. It just gets me so pumped up and just has the best beat starts with the little piano and then builds from there. It's gotta be pretty ugly. Yeah. My flow so ugly just can't be polite. And, uh, it's been using a bunch of stuff now and I just get so excited every time I hear that first piano part. Um, but I mean, if you're going to listen to one song, just take 15 minutes, listen to the whole thing. It's, uh, it challenged the format of what music and albums should be before mega bear did it. <laughs> she did it. <laughs> and I feel like it almost pushed her to be more creative. And, um, I feel like that's, if she didn't do the one minute format, the album might not be as great as it is because I feel like just having that short time frame to do everything, she just really pushed herself to do something amazing with each song. So, whack world. It's got to be that what you got, Kev.
1: I struggled with this. I made this choice like 2 minutes ago. Um Oh shit. Cuz I just I I, I down I to had, the wire. I had 4 that I was like it could be any of these. Right. Um I we we talked about how we wanted to do favorites, not best, because I yeah, think just something best we love is almost like I I cannot really make an argument for any album being better than to pimp a butterfly by Kendrick Lamar. That's not my choice, but like it's I think it is the perfect album for like the the teens, the the, the, the tots, teens. the tots. Um <laughs> and like what an incredible uh era for hip-hop five years ago, I continuously said that My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy would be my pick. And it oh, yeah. it, it, it just got beat out and it's not going to be a surprise to you. Uh, but I just... I cannot tout this album enough because I do think it is a proof of concept that pop music... Doesn't have to be shitty. It is. Say it. it is. I. It is just. It is. It changed my attitude towards music. We all know way. where this I'm is going. going. I'm going to authentically listen to everything I listen to because holy shit, "Emotion" by Carly Rae Jepsen is just everything. <laughs> standing standing
0: ovation from standing ovation for me. I it, it's
1: it's just it's I like it is it is an album that changed my life because I probably would have been some shitty music hipster talking about how like you know, uh yeah, I don't really getting love the pop too music.
0: close to home for Luke here, <laughs> uh getting a little too personal, uh
1: no, but like I just I feel like. It really, like, just opened my eyes and, like, my ears to just, like, every every genre of music can be good. It's just about how well-crafted it is. And this album is, like, perfectly crafted. Like, it's just, the production is incredible. It's just a really strong vocal performance, top to bottom. The songwriting's really strong. It's fun. It's poppy. It's dancey. And the song I'm gonna pick is not one of the bigger songs, but I think it is a song that just, like, absolutely gets me ready to just rock. Party? ready to rock but ready to pop uh, uh and that is boy problems
0: okay now it does is, that have a Z at the end of problems no
1: it's it's, it's the traditional spelling I wish it's it did, just but. boy problems who's got them I it's but go listen to run away with me and I really like you and give me 11 Making the most of the night and Blackheart, and i didn't just come here just goes to the whole album it's it's amazing um and this was hard i like i really struggled with this choice but clearly i'm passionate about it and like
0: you made the right choice my friend boy did yeah. you what a great way to end our top 5 uh lists of albums from the past 5 decades then with crj i was like Oh, he's going to do Kanye. Uh, that's what he's setting off. And I'm like, wait a second. He's going CRJ. He's got to. What yeah. better way to end
1: it? I, in the way that I wasn't predictable in the 80s, I absolutely was predictable in the, in the tots.
0: Yep. But I think you uh, you had some uh, good thoughts in there. No genre should be written off. No style should be written off. It can all be great. So good choice, my friend. Those are... our. Recommendations of amazing albums from the past five decades. So there you go. Why don't we mosey on over to our little touts? Touts.
1: Luke, I want to go first because I forgot a shout last week. Uh, an album that we we played a song from that you were excited for, that I was excited for, and I totally missed it. But that is Aura the Molecule with Human Safari.
0: Oh shit! Her album came yeah, out. Yeah, it did. I need to I, hear it. I
1: missed it. I messed up. Apologies. I'll open up my notes app and post it on Twitter. Uh, cool. It very. I, I like gave it like a really quick listen, uh, and it's really good. Um, and then I just got a few more touts of albums that didn't make the cut, but like I just listened to it and was like, damn, that's really good. Um, one of our, my favorites: Yello- "Goodbye Yellow Brick Road" from Elton John. Both Asia and Gaucho from Steely Dan and The Roots with Tipping Point didn't make the selection, but like, I'm probably going to listen to those more than even my my picks. Uh, What do you got?
0: All right. Well, like I said, I've been listening to Nothing But Sparks. So my retro tout is I'm going to recommend that everyone listen to my second favorite Sparks album. So we already had Angst in My Pants. Up next is Indiscreet, which I'm missing a shelf. Uh, you can't really. I noticed that. You had a casualty. Damn it. I meant to fix it before the video, but they're on the wall behind me. Uh, Indiscreet, I think, is one of their more underrated albums. In the documentary, they talked about how it was supposed to be, like, their Sergeant Peppers, so that's why it's sort of, like, Stepped up in terms of the orchestration. It's not so much like a guitar rock band, so the theatricality is just turned up to the max, and I love it so much. Uh Hospitality on Parade is my favorite album starts, or my favorite song of theirs starts the album. Happy Hunting Ground. The breakdown in that I feel like would sync perfectly with My Comic Romance's uh, guitar solo in. Welcome to the Black Parade. So it's like, you can hear some My Chemical Romance influence on this album. And then there's, like, super weird ones. They talk about the song Tits in the documentary, which is about, like, a guy who's mad that his wife is now using her tits to feed the baby, but then you find out that he's saying this all to the man she's having an affair with, and it's it's just wild, and... Pineapple's another favorite of mine. Just every song is so great, and it goes to so many weird, fun, awesome places. So Indiscreet by Sparks, that's my main tout, my retro tout. But now let's talk about some newer ones. Uh, Gavin Turek with Madam Gold, that's really the only new list, new album I've been listening to. Uh, really good. So good. I was like expecting a good album, and it was like every song was just jam after jam after jam and uh I played her song illusions on the podcast last episode and that album did not disappoint so I would recommend that um the other one I heard was dark side with spiral and I don't even know how to describe this band it was interesting I don't know it's like rock but it's very like atmospheric kind of like electronic experimental at times Ooh. uh but it was very interesting yeah um And then I'm sure I shouted this when it came out, but John Moods with the So Sweet EP. I've been finishing my uh, feature on John Moods, and so I was listening to his EP again, and it's just so good. Just the, like, 80s easy listening, uh, funky guitar, and just, like, smooth synths. It's just so much fun. Uh, And he will have that So Nice EP, which is following it up, coming out uh, in August, so... Good time to go back and listen to John Moods with the So Sweet EP. Well, we talked about the music we've been loving recently. Let's talk about the the future. What's coming out that we're excited for? Now let's saunter on over to our shouts. <laughs> we moseyed on over to our touts, and now we're sauntering to our shouts. All right. Well, first up, I got Torres with thirstier. Love Torres. These singles have been amazing, so I'm really excited for this new album. Uh, next up, Logic with Bobby Tarantino. Three. The guy said he was going to retire years ago, and then put out like five albums immediately after. He didn't even wait a little bit, he like Jay Z. He I'm, just. I'm still,
1: I'm, I'm making my way over. He said we're gonna we're gonna mosey.
0: Oh, okay. You're sauntering still. Okay. I'll, I'll yeah. be
1: there in a few more.
0: You're a slow saunterer. I know this about you. Um, So, well, Kevin Saunters... uh, Oh, yeah, Bleacher's Jack Antonoff, who appeared in the Sparks Brothers documentary. Great producer. uh, With uh, Take the Sadness Out of Saturday Night. Good title, but I was thinking it would make more sense if it was Take the Sad out of Saturday. You know? You could still say Saturday Night, but I feel like you lose the sad sat with the way he drew it out, but... uh, take my note next time Jack yeah come on come on Jack come on Jackie um and then last lump with animal I I know it doesn't sound like much but it's the duo of Laura Marling and Mike Lindsay and they're both amazing and their last album was super cool and fun so check that out what you got kev
1: I got a few we got the the queen of depressed pop uh billy eilish with happier than ever better uh excited to to hear that
0: her debut
1: i don't know if that was her debut actually i don't know like, it was if she can
0: okay because she had an ep before that um, yeah she had an ep but i'd say it was her debut full length so that's her debut
1: yeah her debut was a really really good showing and i'm excited to hear more uh the singles have been pretty cool uh, some good hip-hop coming out this week. We've got Skepta with All In. I'm excited
0: to check that out. Um, I'm skeptical about that one.
1: <laughs> oh, you shouldn't be. And finally, uh, Isaiah Rashad with The House Is Burning. Uh, i excited to check both of those out. Will be a fun weekend
0: of new music. Hell yeah. I'll uh, be partying it up with Dave, so you know how I do. And uh, Kevin will be listening to good hip-hop, so there you go. That's a a fun weekend. We got three daddies. I don't know how else to say it. We're a Planet Ant podcast, powered by Pinecast. Planetant.com, check out all the stuff over there. And uh, go to planetant.com slash best song ever and join our Discord channel, where we're always sharing music, sometimes having a Sparks documentary screening, doing fun stuff like that. Um, And then offshelf.net check it out it's on the internet got interviews podcasts performances lots of good stuff over there so go check that out that's gonna do it for us this week i'm luke laben saying you better check your perspec i'm
1: kevin connor saying go ahead chase those waterfalls this is best song ever baby